welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is the fabulous Lindsay! Hey, it's me! <laughs> so, so Lindsay, are you ready to experience Black Death number two? I think so, I think so, I'm a little bit nervous, but... Uh... I will, with you here as my guide, I think I'll get through it, yeah. (laughs) Well, well, we we have a a bit of a family affair for most of this week, because, yeah, we're talking about Black Knight 2, who happens to be the descendant of Black Knight 1. From the 20th century, right? A 20th century descendant. Yeah. What do you think he looks like? Okay, so it's going to be, I think it's going to be updated, but different. Like, I mean, similar, but different. Similar, but updated. So I say he's still got boots, but maybe they're now like leather boots that are more motorcycle-y. I say he still has a cape. I say this guy still likes birds. Oh, and does he have a horse? I think he drives like a Mustang or something. (laughs) Oh, actually, he has a a better horse. It's winged, but... Oh, oh, he's like leaning hard into the night thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. also he's got like a can for a head. That's fine. It's like he's going underwater diving, except it's a helmet that's probably metal. He's also got a jousty stick. Where's his ebony sword? He wasn't worthy enough. Oh my god. Okay, so this guy looks like a blend also of like Batman and the Punisher, but it looks like he's wearing a dress almost. <laughs> uh you know, which is fine. That's also no pirate boots. No, no pirate boots. He looks that's like one of the weirdest ones you've shown me. It's it's not a good one. Like there's <laughs> like a it's a, like a combination of like kind of like a like a technology night, but like not the fun thing you think of when you think <laughs> of that, like the lame version. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a picture of it on on uh, Alphabet Flight on Twitter. Yeah, people who haven't seen this uh, should definitely check that out. But we mentioned his name a million times, but it's Nathan Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a scientist, university professor, later espionage agent, and later professional criminal. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. His identity is publicly known. He's a citizen of the UK, later naturalized citizen of the US with a criminal record. His other aliases is none. His place of birth is London, England, and his place of death was Washington, D.C. area. Area. Yes. But again, Lindsay, I know you don't swing this way, but he is single. (laughs) So. You just want to let me know. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm just saying, because like sometimes. People want to date things, and, you know, maybe you're just really into knights. Maybe. You know, know, I liked Gwendolyn Christie as uh, Sir Brienne. I yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's a whole world of options. <laughs> so, uh, he, his own relatives is Sir Percy of Scandia, and Lady... Uh, Rosemond, and they're both ancestors who are dead, and then he has a nephew, Dane Whitman, who we also talked about. Uh-huh. His known survivor, surprise, it's his nephew. Uh, his group affiliation is 
Masters of Evil 1. And he first appeared in Tales to Astonish, in Tales to Astonish, issue number 52, February 1964, The Black Knight Strikes. So this is uh, during the time when <laughs> Tales to Astonish was uh, or Hank Pym and the Wasp. Uh, it's star. It's still to Astonish, starring Giant Man and the Wonderful Wasp. <laughs> the Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, do you like unusual, unusual, powerful supervillains? We know you do. Okay, <laughs> that's why we'll bet you're gonna flip when the Black Knight strikes, and there's just a nice little arrow pointing towards. I'm going. To, I think most people would assume <laughs> the thing that looks like a knight on a horse that's flying would probably be the Black Knight. <laughs> yeah, but you know they just want to make sure you understand that that is the supervillain, and like you should be flipping out now because you have just because, been introduced to well, this. Well, because you like. <laughs> Unusual, powerful supervillains. We know we, you do. We all know you do. <laughs> we all, like, if there's one thing we know about our readers, they like unusual, powerful supervillains. It's true, it's true. So, and what is even happening here? Uh, like, it looks like he's shooting, like, a boa thing? A bolo? Bolo? Bola? Bol- bolo. It's bolo. Bolo. Am I thinking? No, I don't know what it is. It's one of those things that is like they have like balls at the end and they wrap around. They're supposed to like entangle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a, not, or Pegasus. it's like a two in one kind of um, jousty bolo thing. Yeah, that's cool. I guess. I guess, like I don't know, but like uh, he's on a centaur. I see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on a Pegasus, uh, and the wasp is flying, but like. The uh, giant bait is holding on to the bottom of a plane of some sort. Oh, I'm guessing. that's what that is. I'm guessing. But, like, he doesn't look like he's being, like, captured. It looks like he's just, like, he's like, being he, he woke, he, like, you woke him up. Like, you woke yeah. him up, and he's just like, what? <laughs> Why? Yeah. If the wasp was so wonderful, she probably wouldn't have let this happen, in my opinion, also. <sighs> I mean, I feel like... I mean, I'm just saying, because, like, here she's just flying around doing nothing while Giant Man is getting wrapped up by this bolo thing. And what is she doing? She's just, like, pointing at him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, that, she might be about to do something. This is more of a snapshot than anything. His final appearance was in Avengers uh, number 47. So, uh, Professor Nathan. Nathan uh, Garrett was born in England and was descendant of Sir Percy of Scandia, the heroic black knight of Arthurian times. Garrett was a brilliant scientist and inventor whose particular specialty was genetic manipulation. He earned his doctorate at Oxford University and later taught there as a professor. Uh-huh. Would have been at Oxford that Garrett fell in with colleagues who was who were political leftists <laughs> okay okay it is not known at what point Garrett's life he became a spy for the People's Republic of China <laughs> okay okay Lindsay 
L- Lindsay. <laughs> there are some times when this book goes into excruciating detail about <laughs> the smallest things, but skips <laughs> over some things I would like to know a lot more about. <laughs> like, what is even happening here? Like, like for example, like like Marvel's like first gay superhero, North Star. Who was, like, openly gay for, like, you know, in a time when that wasn't, you know, thing. But in his thing, like, first, it, it mentioned, like, it's just like, yeah, he kind of fell into, like, some Quebecois a terrorist, separatist terrorist group. And that was the only thing it said. And it did explain. And then the next sentence was like, yeah, he also became an Olympic level skier, which he cheated using his powers. And, like, and, like I want to know, okay, first off. So he fell into some leftists. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you know what? You know what? That might happen. You know, as an academia, even though academia tends to lean more liberal, which is the almost the opposite of leftist. But you know, it's you know kind of whatever. Um. So so he fell into that. I want to know <laughs> when he became a spy <laughs> <laughs> for China. <laughs> for China. I want to know when. Like, because, like, there's a, okay, so there is a colon, which means clarifying information. Right. A to clause follow. that yeah. isn't a sentence, but to clarify the sentence before. Uh-huh. I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm remembering that right, correctly? Yep, yep. Correct? Okay. That doesn't clarify anything. <laughs> Where does the colon come in? He fell into some, uh, to some uh, colleagues who were political leftist, colon. Colon. <laughs> it is not known at what point in, in his life Garrett became a spy for the People Republic of China. I mean, they're saying that it's not a continued idea because they're saying it's, it is not known. And at the same time, the what came before the colon is like when he was at Oxford, he became a lefty. Like, it doesn't make much sense, no. <laughs> okay. At some point, Garrett visited the castle. Again, no clarification. One sentence. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, but he visited Garrett Castle, which Sir Percy of Scandia was buried. Uh, the spirit of Percy appeared to Garrett and presented him with the opportunity to become the modern-day Black Knight, crusading against evil. Uh, Garrett saw the original Black Knight's enchanted ebony blade in a scabbard near the tomb of Sir Percy, but being unworthy to wield it was unsuccessful in drawing the sword. Uh, sorry, did not make Garrett his successor as Black Knight. Uh-huh. Uh, Garrett moved to the United States, where his sister gone to live, and he became a naturalized American citizen. Garrett led a highly distinguished career as a research scientist. He also acted as the head of an espionage ring. Finally, he was captured by Henry Pym, the original giant man, and charged with treason for delivering American government scientific secrets to agents of the communist China. I mean, I think the only reason why they did is they had to explain why this this white man, why this rich, erudite white man was evil. Because at that time, like almost all the rich white men were superheroes at the time. (laughs) <laughs> maybe i don't know like i understand like anti-communist stuff was like you no know, real high up you know uh-huh. at the time but how, uh, however to prevent garrett from betraying 
them at his trial, the Communist Chinese intelligence agencies saw, uh, saw that his, pay, his bail was paid, and he fled the United States using a counterfeit passport. Um, he hid in an unidentified country in the Balkans in Europe. He was determined to make himself a match for a giant man. Inspired by his encounter with with a ghost and by a statue with a ring chorus that he saw in Europe, a European country, he decided to uh, devise himself a costumed identity of a criminal black knight. Using his genius at genetic manipulation, he artificially mutated a horse to give it wings to fly. Wow. He also devised a highly advanced weaponry, which most of which he built into a lance-like uh, weapon and an armored costume similar to the black uh, original Black Knight. Uh, he made that horse. That's yeah. crazy. But his wingspan would have to be way larger for a horse. Did he give it hollow bones? Like, horses weigh so much. Yeah. Did he make a really light horse? <laughs> yeah, the wings just must be massive. <laughs> so, uh, he secretly returned to the United States and robbed an armored car in the guise of Black Knight. Giant Man and the Wasp battled uh, the knight, but Garrett, but Garrett succeeded oh. uh, in escaping them. Uh, the Black Knight was soon recruited by Baron Heinrich Zemo, who we talked about like two weeks ago. Uh, to serve as as his as a member of his Masters of Evil, as a member of his group, the Black Knight battled the Avengers, but was defeated and captured by the Avenger Thor. Huh. Subsequently, uh, he is Garrett uh, escaped prison and attacked Stark Industries, Long Island's plant, and seeking battle with another Avenger. But Iron Man was defeated the night and was returned to prison. Two more of Zemo's Masters of Evil, the Enchantress and the Executioner, freed the Black Knight from the prison, and the Knight joined them, uh, joined them, the Melter, and the Melter in a battle with the Avengers. The Again, Melter? Yes. He did fire stuff. Okay. As, uh, again, the Black Knight was defeated and was sent back to prison. He escaped prison and took over a castle, which was transplanted from Britain and reconstructed in Washington, D.C. area. <laughs> he kidnapped... Okay, so the Black Knight then kidnapped Iron Man's then-bedridden friend, Happy Hogan, and allowed Iron Man to track them to the castle. There, the Black Knight attacked uh, Iron Man, disrupting the function of his uh, foe's armored suit circuitry, rendering Iron Man nearly helpless. Wow. The knight carried Iron Man aloft on his wing stallion, continuing to drop the Avenger from great heights to his death. When the Avengers, like, uh, you know, why don't you just stab him? You're going <laughs> to kill him anyway. Like, stab him, or get a gun, or, like, pry open his suit, like, shoot a gun into his chest until you hear the click. Like, I why? Mean... Why take the chance? Why? Why take the chance? But also, this is real? Like, this is how Iron Man died? No, no. By Black Knight 2? No, no, no. That's what he attended. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, when the knight 
pushed him off the horse. Iron Man grabbed the knight's stirrup, then used his remaining strength to unhorse the knight. Both men fell towards the ground far below. Iron Man had enough power to use his jet boots to break his fall and hit the water below. Black Knight was not killed outright, for he landed am- among some trees and partially broke his that broke partially broke his fall, and then finally landed in the water. But Garrett was nevertheless mortally wounded. Making his way to a nearby farmhouse, he telephoned his only living relative, his deceased sister's son, Dane Whitman. On his deathbed, Garrett told Whitman that he regretted the wrongs he committed and wished his nephew to put his discoveries to good use. Whitman promised to do so. Uh, So, uh, Garrett died, but Whitman subsequently became the current heroic Black Knight, whom Sir Percy designated as a true uh, successor. So. um, Also, that horse sucks. Like, it could have probably swum, uh, uh, swum, uh, like, flew and picked him up. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) He was flapping his tiny wings. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he's six foot tall weighs 190 uh, 195 has blue eyes black hair um a lot leaner than black knight one yeah uh he was he is a guy who has normal human strength um so his abilities is a brilliant sci- scientist who was he was an engineer, so he has a bunch of like advanced technology to allow him to construct weaponry that he used. Hmm. Uh, the second Black Knight wore like a full body suit of electrically insulated uh, steel alloy chainmail that protected him from ballistic attacks up to and uh, up to and including that of a forty five caliber bullet. Wow. The suit weighed about 60 pounds. Uh, his principal weapon was his power lance, which was rigged with a number of offensive uh, technological devices. So he could do a heat beam uh, that can melt through like a steel wall of 50 feet. I mean, of, of two foot, about 50 feet away within seconds. Also, he could do electrical charges. Um he could also make like concussive forces to blast through like a a foot thick wall of cinder blocks at fifty feet away in four seconds. It also had like uh, two spools of eight inch of of eight inch thick conductive steel cable, fifty foot in length, which he would attach to bolo balls, and he would use it to basically like you know bolo people. Yeah, do what he did to giant man. Yeah. This is like a go-go gadget lance, or like a utility lance. <laughs> yeah. Well, he could also use it to fire. He could also use it to fire as like a lasso as well, if he was feeling fancy. Wow. Um. Also, at one time, he concealed a forty-five uh, caliber machine gun within his lance. Why not just use that? <laughs> why like, not? why not just have it as a gun? I mean, this guy, he, spend, he must spend a ton of time just being like, how can I make my lance something else? <laughs> like, <laughs> when just, he could just be using the gun. <laughs> just use a gun. Like, I'm, like, just use a gun. 
If you use a gun, just go for it. Don't stick it in the lance. <laughs> I mean, not endorsing guns, but I bet it's just it's just like you're already shooting at people. Just use a gun. It's going to be <laughs> easier to aim. Um. Oh, he could also use the lance to fire red heart spinning metal discs or metal donuts, which would. Like basically attach themselves to objects and drain electrical energy from them. They were they called donuts? Well, it says donuts with parentheses. I mean, with quotation marks around them. Donuts. Yeah, that's what Don- it says. <laughs> he also had a paralyzer pistol, which emitted highly concentrated poison gas that would render a normal human unconscious. Two seconds for uh, under two in two seconds for under in for about an hour. So he was also uh, imitated by the Dread Knight, who was someone I covered like forever ago, and I actually have a, a action figure of. Oh, cool! Yeah, but um, the Dread Knight took his horse as well. Oh, <laughs> yes, who was called Hell Horse. Whole horse? Hell horse. Oh, hell horse. Which is a pretty good name for a horse. No. Yeah, yeah. Hell horse. Yeah. Hell yeah. boy. Yeah. Okay. Or hell, hell things. Hell things, you yeah. know. Makes it cool. Yeah, his transportation was a black stallion, which had wings and could fly, and was taken by Dread Knight and mutated into, like, instead of having feather wings... It has, like, bat wings, which made it even cooler, honestly. <laughs> but that horse is just real confused. It probably still has, like, most of the brain of a horse, so it's just like, what the fuck am I doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't want to see this, like, take away my peripheral vision, please! <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Um, that is Black Knight 2. So, I have one more question to ask. Are they still dead? Um, yeah, I think he's dead. Oh, he's still dead. Yeah. Yeah, they're just dead. like, we don't need two Black Knights running around. So, <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, yeah, do you have any other thoughts about him? Um, he seems kind of... All over the place, because obviously, like, him being, you know, this tech wizard guy, and also a spy for China, and also fighting Tony Stark, um, but, you know, as it goes, he seems like a decent enough supervillain that they know that I'm gonna like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you, we already know you like him. <laughs> we know you like it, so. Like, we know. <laughs> Underlined in bold with two <laughs> exclamation points. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we're pretty much. I think we're pretty much done. So, uh, you want to do plugs? Uh, this my name. I, my name is Lindsay, and I am one of the hosts of Thirty Three Percent Pulp, where we divide pulp novels into thirds, read one per host, and recap the book in full over three episodes. Um, you can find us on any podcatcher and on Twitter, we're at 33 underscore pulp on Instagram. We're at 33 pulp. 
Hey, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid detail. I also have a podcast called uh, Limited Theories, where I talk about limited Marvel series with my friend Rob, issue by issue. Uh, so, if you want to see the people we're talking about, uh, go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and on Instagram, and uh, you'll get like a nice little audiogram. Uh, yeah, this has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince Namor, and don't toot that horn. Bye! Bye! Bye.